Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, this thrilling AFL final series of 2022 continues with an amazing qualifying final victory for the Cats. They Collingwood, Collingwood. They won by six points in the end, despite an extremely nervous start to proceedings at the MCG in front of 91,000 people. Geelong 11-12-78 defeated Collingwood 10-12-72. The Pies kicked three goals, five to one three in the first quarter. They were able to get the Cats on the outside with an uncontested game. Geelong clearly nervous. Their experienced players, in fact, were rattled. Jeremy Cameron, the most prominent, he was able to kick a late goal and steady the ship. They turned the tables a little in the second quarter, but a late goal from Hoskin Elliott gave the Pies the lead by one point. And Collingwood weren't done into the third quarter. They had the better of the third term, and early in the last, they looked like they would turn that seven-point lead into a victory. But then the Cats, largely through Gary Rowan, were able to get over the line. Jeremy Cameron, superb as well. Atkins and Selwood were stellar, and the Cats getting home in the end by six points. Scott Penderbury had 34 disposals for the Pies. Josh Dacos, 29 touches. Noble, 27. Dugowie, 26. Selwood was immense in the last quarter. Dacos, Nick Dacos had 25 and Chris, 24. Mitch Duncan did some huge things with 23 disposals for Geelong. Let's hear from AFL Nation's Kane Corns as he wrapped up what was an incredibly tense match with the Cats just getting home. What a game it was. I mean, it was just the most high-pressure game I think I've seen in years. And it was four quarters of high-pressure stuff. So the game in the final last night we saw, that was great, but it had nothing on that for the full four quarters. They look like two premiership-winning teams out there today, and you wouldn't be surprised if these two teams meet in the grand final. Chris Scott came down to the interchange bench for the last minute. After the siren, he stormed straight off the interchange bench. There was no festivities. There was no hugging of players. Cam Graffy went over and uh, and went to him, but he wasn't going to anyone. So you can sense the relief from the Geelong you, coaches. You would, would yeah. approve of that, Cam? Well, absolutely, because he knows there's more business. He wouldn't be happy with what he saw today. I think the overwhelming feeling is relief. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's all it was, because they didn't play anywhere near their best footy today. Miles off that. Miles and off it, it. And it wasn't like they, they did, obviously, steady and get the game to look more like their game, but and I know there's pressure and there's, it's slippery, but the fumbles was amazing, wasn't it? We spoke about the 2007 preliminary yeah, final, was, and that was that, that was, game revisited. It was, yeah. Just so racked with tension on the historic circumstances. This, these burdens are real. Yep. Yeah, so... It, this I mean, is mysticism in sport. It is real, and it had to be overcome today. And they have, but yeah, there's but such strong echoes of that prelim. So unconvincing. Nathan Buckley talked about it first thing in the week, didn't he? First quarters for Geelong, and you think, oh, that's the sort of thing us journos would say. But as an ex-coach, he put it straight away on the agenda. Just, as you said, underlining how real it was. And we saw it out there. Okay, it might be a new team, but there's a lot of players who have had that yep. lived experience before. Yeah, no doubt. And it was the experience that came through in the end, didn't it? I mean, Jeremy Cameron has, hasn't played in heaps of finals, but the experience that he's got, he was so important. We saw Joel Selwood and his touches. We saw how composed Guthrie was in traffic. And we saw that late which led to the Gary Rowan goal. You'd be, I mean, thrilled for Gary Rowan, really. I mean, and it's well worth revisiting Chris Scott's comments on him on Monday night, and that will be played during the week, the belief that they had had on him. And he, he almost said, 
Gary Rowan might be the difference between whether we win or lose this game. Well, in the end, he was. Because yeah. he was the one that kicked three important goals and took that big hanger late in the game and then set up the last goal as well by getting in behind. But you just admire Collingwood. I mean, it was a work of art the way that they were able to restrict Geelong like almost no one else has today. I mean, they just strangled them. Not only strangled them around the ground, and you can judge that by the uncontested marks or lack thereof and Geelong's inability to transition the ball from their back 50. I haven't seen them strangled like that all year, but they did that. But then it was the open field play as well. Like the amount of times that you thought Geelong were out but then Collingwood were able to number off in fast play defence and slow them up and then turn the footy over. We had some big moments from young players in Dacos. It looked as though Jordan Degoe was going to be the match winner with two last quarter goals. He was influential, one of the best players on the ground. What an interesting year it has been for him, but he came to play today. The tactic of Dangerfield and Selwood on the bench, the Hoare and Hawkins matchup, sorry, the Moore and Hawkins matchup, which Darcy Moore completely got a hold of Tom Hawkins like we haven't seen since probably Tom was a young player. A lot of learnings. The ruck battle. That Darcy Cameron was terrific. Huge. And on the other side, nothing out of Blixarve. Stanley, nothing. I mean, Geelong's lesser lights, which I spoke to you about during the week, Jared, probably let themselves down in a couple of close decisions inside 50 that he made the mistake of. and yeah, Just had so, the hesitation uh, they haven't yeah, had all year. Exactly and right. So I thought Selwood and Atkins in the last quarter were immense. Yeah, as they have been all year. So, I mean, that's the benefit that they've been able to have to manage the group. I mean, Atkins was the was the sub, wasn't he, in the, in the last round. So they've been managed this group. Selwood's missed time throughout the year and was managed again throughout the game today. We've got the big Taylor Adams injury. What now for Collingwood? Yeah. I mean, there's talking points everywhere. Jared, you talk back set for the next three weeks. Kane Corns' thoughts there on Geelong's thrilling win. Geelong now into a home preliminary final. The Pies, of course, have to fight it out through the semi-finals. Jeremy Cameron kicked three goals to Gary Rowan, a big mark, and his third goal played a huge part, also kicked three goals, close with two. And for the Pies, their multiple goal kickers, Dugowie and Ash Johnson, who could well have kicked a lot more than two. Kane gave one vote to Darcy Moore for his great job on Tom Hawkins. Two goals to Jordan Dugowie. It looked like he'd kicked the match winner. And he saved three votes for Jeremy Cameron, who was at his best through the game, even when Geelong were poor. He was the standout player for the Cats. What a game of football. Geelong winning by six points. You can catch all the action, of course, on AFL Nation. This is how we called the game. Around he goes, 20 metres, and puts it through! The first goal is a Collingwood goal to Patrick Lipinski. Hand pass to Pendlebury, sneaks through, gets a little closer and delivers for Elliott. He starts behind the boundary line, it favours the right foot. He's got up and under it, it's close, it's touched, it's stayed in, not for long, Majek! First to read it, first to pounce, and put it through off the left boot. Myers gives it back to Jeremy Cameron. He could have passed it. He had a shot. And this time, he hit the spot. Yes, he's going around the corner as you'd expect. He gets it all together and puts it through from 40 metres out, Tom Hawkins. Hawkins knocks it the way of Selwood. He slipped a tackle, hand pass to Cameron. Checked the kick brilliantly to Rowan at the top of the square. Gary Rowan to put that cleverness on the board. He does. Good hands this time, forward running, Buse, close, enough, kicks, not real well, it needs to take a bounce, and Helmets line it went through. 
Duncan couldn't stick the tackle. McCreary brings it in for Johnson. Ash Johnson has missed his chances today, but he's been so reliable this year. And that is a return to four. 60 out from goal. He wheels in board like the look of Duncan and found him. Right in the channel. He's pulling up in the forward line. Mitch Duncan, 35 out, straight in front, straight through the middle. It's a very big moment. It's 35 metres out. It's right through. It's a double for Gary Rowan. Collingwood in attack. Cox to the go. He slapped it out the back to Chris. Put a sidestep on. Got a kick away. It's got a good line about it. Brilliant. Brilliant from Jack Chris. He missed Cameron but found Josh Dacos. Arched the back. Hand pass to Lipinski. Now to the goalie. The goals are his. Kick from 50 metres out. Looks pretty good. It's better than that. Three goals for Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron, superb. Saw what was coming. It was Hawkins, it was Selwood. And now it's Stengel. The open goal. He gave it a close just to make sure of it. Lipinski kicks beautifully. Penderby links it up. Degoey eyes the big sticks and puts Collingwood back in front. To the city end of the MCG. It's up and under and through. Three goals to Gary Rowan. He spots Jeremy Cameron. It bounces for him beautifully. He kicks off that left boot. It's Gary Rowan. He's dropped it. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.